the Are You Real podcast. Free your mind, deliver you from the matrix, bring your consciousness to higher vibrations. Welcome to the Are You Real podcast. Free your mind, deliver you from the matrix, bring your consciousness to higher vibrations. My name is Rudy, or you can call me Ruru if you follow my social media. In this episode, we're going to talk about love, light, and compassion. And we're also going to give you that second technique I was talking to you about in the previous episode. Happy, happy, joy, joy. So let's get on with the show. Here we go. Welcome, Reality Benders, to episode six. So the absolute number one question I've been getting over the past few episodes is, okay, yeah, I get it. You have to meditate to get rid of thoughts. You want to get rid of a lot of um, belief systems. And the only way to do that is to come to a neutral spot to find clarity. But I can't even get to that point. I can't even stop thinking. I, I can't stop thinking for even three seconds. I don't know even how to start. Uh, I find that to be... Um, the main question that I've been getting from, from beginners who a lot like me never really thought about meditating till later on in life. Uh, it just wasn't part of the culture. Uh, so some of the older listeners never even picked up a book on how to meditate and it doesn't resonate to meditate for a lot of people. So I did give a couple hints about there's more than one way to get rid of thought. If you can't just Concentrate on one specific spot on a wall and relax or light a candle, watch the flame and, and get rid of thought. Try exercising your butt off. Try running so hard that you can't think. If you run and work out hard, at least you're not thinking for that period of time. And that's why um, a lot of the poker players used to work out uh, in between sets and in between different things, um, especially on the long tournaments on the, on the tour they would come back so refreshed. Their minds were cleared of all these thoughts that they were having, unreal thoughts. The thoughts were clouding up their judgment. They started working out, and all of a sudden they started playing poker better. And it was the same with me, and I played online for a little bit. Um, if I lost a couple games, the best thing I could do is just go work out as hard as I can, get all that thought out, all that negative energy out, anything that was causing unreal realities to occur. So exercise really hard. Pick up a book that you might find resonates well. I Right now, I don't even do a lot of sitting meditation. I mostly walk and observe things. I observe the ground. I observe sounds. I observe squirrels. I observe, observe, observe everything. Uh, but I never think about anything. I don't think about problems. I don't think about what I'm going to do on the next podcast. Matter of fact, most of this, my podcast, what I say, just kind of downloads from the atmosphere. I don't even have a plan. That's why it's so hard to post them on the uh, website. So anyways, let's talk about a technique you can use if you still can't clear your mind, you know, um, and it's so rough on people. You know, people hate their lives sometimes because it's a job itself. Going to work takes two hours. Coming back from work takes two hours. Uh, taking care of the kids, having the responsibilities, making sure everybody's taken care of. They start not even enjoying life anymore because the one thing they may want to do is a podcast or they may want to study poker, but where's the time? And then you're throwing meditation and exercise on top of this. It just 
doesn't really seem like it's a probable thing to work out. But that that's when you have to really hit it hard. If you have a desire, if you have something that you want to do and have faith that it will work, then you just have to make time for this. You have to find a way to stick with your guns and make time for anything you believe in. Uh, if you like it, keep doing it. Use the matrix. Use the jobs that the matrix gives you. Of course, you may not want to be shuffling burgers or mopping up tables uh, for life, but use that money. Save, save, save money. Save every extra dollar you can to break away, put it into something you enjoy doing, and have faith that that something will grow into something you like. Learn a skill. Learn how to um, do cement work, and uh, if that's what you have a little bit of a passion for, and then go around and, and do people's patios. It's, it's, it's great. I used to do koi ponds for a living when I was a, a little kid, not a little kid, but in the, my high school days, I do like long care was turned into a koi pond business. And, uh, it was very rewarding to go and build something and have somebody appreciate it. So let's move on and I'll give you that second technique. If, if you cannot, if you can't find a way to get rid of your thoughts still, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, it's hard. Uh, some people, um, just like an alcoholic, once he realizes he has a problem, you can just give him a bit of information and he might stop and just say, oh, okay, I won't drink anymore. But that's very rare, but it happens. So this technique might be one of those things. Realize that you are infinite being. Realize that you are a metaphysical infinite being. Realize that you are a demigod, if not God itself. Realize that you were here before God. Realize that your consciousness, being pure, pure consciousness when you're born is when you're closest to it. You don't have thoughts. Thoughts are almost an after effect of consciousness. It's kind of, thoughts almost become the weed or the storm in the atmosphere, the weed in the garden that wrap right around that pure consciousness. Uh, they came after consciousness and you are an infinite being. tired of the matrix do you want to free your mind do you want to become more metaphysical and less human do you want to tap that inner consciousness that empowers you visit areyoureal.com that's little r little u dash r-e-e-l.com join reality benders let me know some of your thoughts let me know what future podcasts you'd like to see also, we're going to step up our game a little bit after episode six. We're going to go into the empowerment section. And it may seem like we're picking up fight. It may seem like we're projecting reality. But I think it's necessary. It's time to declare that we are infinite beings and that we cannot be ignored. Tune in to Are You Real with future episodes. Now back to the show. All right, so I'm on uh, areyoureal.com, Reality Bender, comment sections. Somebody actually is tuning in. I have a few friends that consistently turn in. There's not a lot of listeners right now, and so I'm just kind of giving out my cards to people, and they're tuning in uh, regularly and listening to me. So one of the questions is from my friend Jason. I actually know him, but... Um, he wanted to ask, is meditation absolutely necessary to achieve 
enlightenment or to be more enlightened. So I would say the meditation part is, so let's just say meditation is the way to clarity. Clarity is what's absolutely necessary. It's clarity is empty space. Clarity is what you need to download information with. And um, in the Tao, there's a piece that says it's 30 spokes that make up a wheel. But what makes the wheel useful is the empty center. Uh, and it went on to talk about what makes a canoe useful is the carved out part of the canoe. And um, what that's basically trying to refer to as the things we can see to nature, material things, is the empty space that is useful. And this transfers over to metaphysical things. Uh, technically, they bounce off each other, law of reflection. So your mind is really only useful because it has an empty, clear space. Which brings me to the point that, at least the point that I think might help some of our listeners today is, between the ages of zero and one, you didn't really have a strong belief system. I don't even know that you had many advanced thoughts. You learned through intuition. You learned through the natural order of things. You didn't have to read a book to learn how to speak whatever language you speak, whether it be English or whatever your parents were, you picked up on it automatically. Uh, sure, you learned a little manipulation by the time you were two. You actually started to learn that you were an individual. And so no, 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 no became your, your, uh, your theme. <laughs> uh, because once you understand that you're separate, you don't really like control. You don't want to wear your seatbelt. You don't want to do anything that you're told because you figure out you're an individual. But prior to that, you you were really quite innocent, really quite without a belief system, and you were learning just fine. You were taken care of by the universe just fine. Your parents fed you. Your body breathes automatically. Uh, the earth is held in place with gravity. There's nothing for you to worry about because you're infinite consciousness. You're, you're a true high being, and so everything is perfect. And sure, maybe you don't have your memory that you had from past lives, but if you did, your body probably couldn't contain a million years of memories. It just wouldn't work out. So slice by slice, you relearn those things, and that's what helps you expand, um, would be a theory, uh, just the thought I'm putting out there. Um, so as you get this identity, you actually even another, I guess what I'm trying to say is there's a thing called mind positioning that I wrote about recently. And you, at a young age is when you start subconsciously doing mind location, and the location doesn't really exist. If I kidnap somebody, put them on a plane, blindfolded them, they get out, they see nothing but Chinese restaurants and people talking Chinese, they assumed I kidnapped them and took them to China, and now they're scared to death, when really they could be in San Francisco, Chinatown, and not even realize it, that they're only like two blocks away from their home in L.A. Location does not exist, and... um it doesn't even exist in the mind. The mind takes on different patterns and different vibrations. 
And I call it mind positioning. I don't know what else to call it. Um, but we do this subconsciously. But once you learn that you do it subconsciously, you can make it less subconscious and more conscious. I know when I get around my parents, I tend to take a lower position and I feel a little bit less inferior to, and, and uh, I, my mind actually positions itself. If I like say Joe Rogan or a really good podcaster came on, I would position myself automatically lower than them out of respect and out of the fact that I think that they're a guru. Now, do I have to do that? No. Should I do that? Probably not. It's not helping me any to lower or give away my power from just because he's a, a different person doesn't mean I have to treat him any differently. And I don't have to become the pasture uh, in the flock. Uh, the flock usually lowers himself from the mind positioning to give the power away to the pasture. It's a common thing, and it's not always bad. It's just something that people should be aware of as we start reality bending, and we're going to get more aggressive in episode seven. When we get to the empowerment section, we're almost going to almost be like a protester in some ways. It's going to get some stronger belief systems, but we're fighting for ultimately light, love, and conscious light, love, and just joy and happiness compassion light love compassion that's what this world is about those are your tools to fight with um if you get into these conspiracy theories which you have david ike who says the world's controlled by lizards but even if it's not controlled by lizards and it's controlled by a few people how do we take that power back <clears throat> how do we absolutely um retake our power so Stay tuned for episode seven, where we get into a stronger self-reliant system. So we'll take one last question. We did get a bunch of questions in all at once, but I like to keep the podcast, uh, you know, 10 to 15 minutes is the most time I really like to have each podcast for now until... We have a little bit more listeners, so we can just stay on track of the topic. So the next question is, is oh, let's see here. Can you clarify three different techniques to find clarity? <laughs> clarify clarity. Okay. Uh, I just recommend that you probably should start with episode one and work your way forward. It mostly is about achieving clarity, the podcast up until now. Um like I said, episode seven is going to be about empowerment, and we're going to really get out of clarity and reality and take back our power, and it's going to be a little bit more aggressive because we need more expansion. I think at this point, we've beaten a horse to death with how to find clarity. So number one way is if, is if you can just in your everyday life, every couple minutes or every second of the day or every hour, take time, breathe, uh, don't think about anything relax that's one step and as you do that you're not thinking about anything you're you can stare at something even and just become it um, at work maybe you just stare at the a chair or something and people may think you're a little weird but you can clear your thoughts and it just brings a lot of open space and open which opens up opportunity and and clears out any delusional things you may have uh, the second way is 
meditation, uh, like I discussed earlier, you can work out, you can um, clear your mind while you're walking. And the third way, which is the new technique, is just realize that, okay, I can't stop thinking. I, I, I haven't learned enough tricks yet to just be in the zone. But I do realize that thoughts are actually not part of my real true self. My true self is the same self. When I was two, I looked in the mirror and realized I was an individual. When I was 20, I realized that I was that same individual, but a little bit older, a little bit more mature. And at 40, I was the same individual as I was when I was two and 20, maybe a little fatter now. And uh, that's the me that doesn't change. That's the me that stays the same. Um, all the things that come and go in life are not really, they're illusionary. They're, 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 they're here today, gone tomorrow. Relationships, maybe they do last a lifetime, but we don't know where they go after this lifetime. Um, thoughts come and go. Ideas come and go. Money comes and goes. People come and go. The weather changes daily. Those are things that are impermanent. Those are things that we don't really need to spend a lot of time on. Our true selves is this thing that does not change. It's the thing that has never changed. It's the it's rec, recognize, recognize. Um, if you really take apart words, you can understand what the word means. To rethink, recognize that we are infinite beings. And that thought is something that we didn't have first. We, we, we had intuition, we had instincts, we didn't need thought. We were taken care of before thought occurred. And so therefore, when you do have thoughts, they're illusionary. They're not even real. They're not the natural order of things. They're, not, they're things that change, and things that change are illusionary. Um, the empty space that we try to get to is really the only thing that's real because that's what we are is empty space. We're everything and nothing, but we're the container of the thoughts. So we can't be the thoughts. If we can identify thoughts, we can't be the thoughts. Um, so we contain the universe inside of us. Anything that we can think of, we're not, we contain it. And so that's the last technique. Um, if you can't blank out and bliss out, at least realize that your thoughts aren't, are, in the art of being real, your thoughts are just what they are. Thoughts, they come and go. And that, um, really, thoughts are what you make them. Life is what you make it. You have love, light, and consciousness, pure consciousness, love, light, compassion. That's what you are. That's what pure consciousness is. It doesn't need thoughts to spread love. It doesn't need thoughts to do anything. It just needs to be love, light. The Bible, you could have made it a three-sentence book. Love thy neighbor. Ta-da! The end. Instead, we have to see Jesus go through all this stuff and die for our sins. And he was ultimate love. Jesus was the ultimate love. But we just need a big story behind it. When really, it's three sentences. Love thy neighbor. Or three words, I mean. Love thy neighbor. The Tao, the same thing. Um Yes, the book contains great information, and yes, the Bible contains more information. But the Tao is like, know the dark, stick to the light, you know, be the light. So that 
we will be closing. Uh, we do have more calls. We just don't have time to take them. Um, thank you for listening. Tune in to episode seven where we different. We will have a different view. When does protesting become harmful to you? When does a strong belief work in the wrong direction for you? How far can we get before we become that which we hate or that which we are protesting ourselves? How can we take our power back? All in episode seven. Uh, from seven on, we'll, we'll do a series of reality bending that actually gets you more productive, that makes you feel more empowered, that makes you be able to use, just like a knight uses a sword and shield, you can use your love, light, and compassion as your sword. The universe will give you the shield. It's going to get interesting, guys. It's going to get interesting. Please visit areyoureal.com. That's a little R, little U. Dash R-E-E-L.com. There's going to be some more interesting product projects and, and things going on there. Reality Benders, if you join that, I can see how many listeners I have. That's really my only true way to know who's listening and who's not. And uh, we can bring you better programming. Of course, anything purchased is very, greatly appreciated. However, not necessary. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time. Real, real.